We're talking today in Legal Matters about asbestos, which is a major concern for a lot of people. You might have been exposed to it in the workplace. Maybe you're worried that a loved one might have breathed in those deadly fibres from asbestos. What are your legal rights? If you've got a question, give me a call now, 131 873. There's a case in Queensland, a 27-year-old woman. She's terminally ill. She's a single mum. She's only been given weeks to live and she's suing the Queensland Education Department for alleged asbestos exposure after work was done on a school building and it happened between 1998 and 2002. There are ways that she can help out her family after she's gone. And you might have a similar question. Anne-Marie Pascoli is an accredited specialist in asbestos litigation. She's a partner at Turner Freeman's Parramatta office and she's on the line for us now. Anne-Marie, thanks for joining us. This is such a sad case from Queensland, but it does have ramifications around the country, doesn't it? Absolutely it does. And and unfortunately, that particular set of circumstances is not um, isolated. I've had quite a few um, inquiries and and a number of cases that we've run, even here in New South Wales, um, for teachers and students who have been exposed to asbestos um, on school grounds. It's frightening. And what could the help that she could get be in terms of providing a legal case to to provide you know support for her family. In look, it's different in every state. Um, I'm I predominantly practice in New South Wales, so I don't want to pretend to be an expert both in Queensland law, but certainly in New South Wales, um, if she's exposed during the course of her work, she has statutory potential statutory entitlements through the um, eye care system mm. and she also has the potential for a, a court claim against the, the school for you know, potentially negligently exposing her to asbestos. Now she's asking for $3.8 million but what other factors would go into coming up with a, a particular figure here? Um, certainly her age would come into it. Um, I'd expect that it sounds like that she's quite young so certainly she'd have uh, probably a, a big economic loss claim available for her for her incapacity to work. Um, there would probably even be a claim for damages uh, for services that she's provided to her children or to her child. I think mean, she had one child. Yeah. Um, so those services are also compensable at law, certainly in New South Wales. Um, and those two factors would pro- probably make up the, the bulk of her, her claim. All right. You might have a question to do with asbestos and what your legal rights might be. 131873. We've got our $100 Westfield voucher to give away to the best call today as well. Jason is with us. Hi, Jason. Hey, how are you, Deb? I'm well. What's your question for Anne-Marie? Um, uh, it's not a question, but I just want to uh, uh, say out there, my best friend, Adam, um, they give him the current affair, uh, losing your breath. So if anyone could Google that, it's called the Adam Sager story. He was sending down the walls with his family at age four mm. in Townsville. Uh, passed away at age 24, so uh, that was six years ago. Uh, how it was found is he was going on a tournament for his talented uh, martial arts and did a medical, and uh, Julie and Don, the parents, are part of the asbestos board, and 
Yeah, so that's very, yeah, very emotional. But I've got a number here and I've got a website as well. Mm. Well, look, um, we, we might we might look into we, that, Jason. It is it is you know illustrating the the impact that this that this has on so many people. And asbestos is an ongoing con- concern, isn't it, Anne Marie? Because we are finding with so many buildings, so many public buildings, not just homes but schools and and workplaces, potentially having asbestos in them. Absolutely. It, it's still everywhere, Deb. Um, it was used so extensively in so many different places um, throughout the country um, in the 50s, 60s and 70s. And unfortunately, I think it's impossible to completely eradicate it. Um, so, yeah, it, it's definitely an ongoing problem. Paul's on the line with a question for us too. Hi, Paul. Oh, good afternoon, Deb. Um, yes, I've, I've had... Um this asbestos plaques in my lungs diagnosed three years ago and uh, I have never worked in the industry at all. Um, I've never had any contact with it to my knowledge but I've been diagnosed with it and I didn't know whether I have some sort of a claim. I've got all the usual related health issues with it. Uh, I have trouble exercising or walking and um, it probably won't be long before I'll be on oxygen um, permanently. And I, I was just wondering where I stand with this. It's a mm. bit of a grey area, I guess. What are Paul's options, Amory? Look, Paul, um, plural plaques in themselves don't generally cause any any issues, but they do definitely confirm um, a significant exposure to asbestos. You'd have to sit down um, with some specialist lawyers and actually go through your employment history, your residential history, um, because there's probably, well, there would have had to have been some exposure to asbestos that you may not be aware of. And in terms of any entitlements, that's going to depend on where you were exposed and whether or not it's actually an asbestos disease that's causing your um, breathing problems. So definitely, you know, probably worth looking into. Um, Very happy to do that for you if you wanted to give our office a call. Um, But, yeah, you could have some potential entitlements depending on a few factors that should be investigated. All right, we'll get your details, Paul, and pass them on to Anne-Marie and the Turner Freeman office. You might have a question relating to asbestos and wondering what your legal rights might be. Give us a call, 131 873, and we've got our $100 Westfield voucher to give away to the best caller as well. We'll take a quick break and bring you... Some breaking news too in the NRL right after this. 12 minutes to two, we're talking legal matters. More of your calls on asbestos in just a tick. But we've got breaking news in the NRL. One of the game's brightest stars, Bronson Sherry, has failed an Asada drug test. Mark Levy is in the studio now with more on this. What's happened? Yeah, statement from the NRL, Deb. This has only come through in the last couple of minutes. Bronson Sherry, you're right, from the Sharks. He's tested positive to a banned substance. Uh, it's a testosterone. Now, the name of the, the uh, substance, it goes over about 14 pages, so I, I'm not going to attempt it. Uh, but what he has uh, what has happened with Bronson is he's been stood down indefinitely. He now has an opportunity to have the B sample tested. Mm. Uh, so until that is tested and hopefully cleared, he won't be playing rugby league. So yet another hurdle for the NRL to overcome just days out, well, two days out from yes. the resumption of the comp. A big blow. And you don't often hear of players getting caught up in a, in a SADA test. No, not at all. But the Cronulla Sharks have had their run-ins with the SADA over the years. So this is another problem for the NRL and the Cronulla Sharks to deal with. And you're right in suggesting he's one of the rising stars because Bronson Cherry, he's one of those players when he gets the ball in hand, you're waiting for something exciting to happen. Another hurdle. Have more details with Mark Levy on Drive when he comes up after the news at three.
Anne-Marie Pascoli from Turner Freeman Lawyers is with us taking your calls. We are looking specifically at asbestos and your legal rights. Margaret's got a question for us. Hi, Margaret. Um, yes, recently on one of the little pop-up um, warnings that can come up on your phone, there was a warning about some people who have been delivering fill that has had asbestos-contaminated soil as a way of getting rid of it. And near my daughter's house, there was a footpath was built up with the weirdest-looking soil, very light grey coloured, very much the colour of the old fibro. And um, I'm wondering if we got the, t- the soil tested, because there are children in the area, um, whether you would have any redress against the person that delivered the soil if it was shown to have asbestos in it. Mm, good question, Margaret. Anne-Marie, do you have an answer? Um, look, potentially, um, is it, is it, it will depend if it's um, public grounds or not. Um, but, but, yeah, potentially it'd have to be tested um, and it's a little bit more complicated than a simple yes or no. But, yeah, mm, it's, something, right. it's something that I would definitely raise with the, the local council, Margaret, if I were you. Yeah, good point. Good on you, Margaret. Thank you for the call. Let's uh, see if Don is with us now. Don, what's your question? Oh, yes. Yeah, um, back in the 70s, I used to work for a big asbestos company in Brisbane, and I was just quite a young man then, and I had the sweeping floors and everything, and quite, you know, dusty situations and that, but um, I sort of think there's something going on with me now, but I'm not sort of, I think with asbestos, it's sort of, you know, you can't do anything about it, so I've never really worried about going to the doctor to get looked at, you know, because... But I can't get it fixed anyway, so I, I, you know... You can get it treated, though, Don. I mean, you you can get treatment, can't you, Anne-Marie? Well, it it depends on the nature of the condition, uh, Deb, but but certainly the benign conditions, um, they can't be treated. They can be... Symptoms can be controlled. Mm. The malignant conditions like mesothelioma and lung cancer, um, you know, depending on whether it's a lung cancer or a mesothelioma... Again, it's the treatment of symptoms. Um, lung cancer can be treated entirely, but um, but yeah, it's it depends. It depends on the nature of the condition yeah. and how bad how bad your symptoms are. Yeah, I reckon you should go and get looked at, Don, and, and find out some more. That's for sure. Kate's with us with a question. Hi, Kate. Oh, hi. Um, two questions, if I may. One is, what are the actual dates when? Um, you, one could use asbestos in New South Wales. When did it actually start being put into houses and when was it exactly when they stopped it? They, um, so the first manufacturing was going on in New South Wales in the 40s. Um, Hardy was the last manufacturer of asbestos to make building materials in, in New South Wales and they stopped putting in their products completely in about 1983. Um, so thereafter, there's no new products that contain asbestos, but it was still in the um, in the in the products existing, and there was still it was still used in brake mining um, and things like that. It wasn't just building materials that it was being used in. So mm. definitely, it was in products beyond that date as well. And what was your other question, Kate? On 1906 or something. S- sorry, we missed the start of that. What was that? Um, just wondering, what about in 1906, that you know, the Federation sort of area uh, uh, era, that it wasn't available then? I'm not 100% sure on that one, uh, Kate. It's possible, um, but I'd say probably unlikely. Mm, all right. Thank right. you. Thank you for the, for the call, Kate. And, Bill, what was your question? Uh, well, it's not a question. I just wanted to 
agree with what Anne Maria said a little while back. She said that no matter what we do, we probably will never eradicate it out of our areas. I was in. I started in the building industry in, at 15, and I retired at 72. Um, I was in uh, multi-storey rather than uh, housing. Mm. I believe the housing that the fibros we used that were used in housing um, are generally safe unless they're touched, unless they're cut, unless they're you know. Um, renovation people get into them yeah well, and that's the, um, the case with a lot of the buildings affected or you know who used which used asbestos in them that that's why you see a lot of the, the water trying to contain the fibers and very strategic and and very methodical when there is renovation but that's certainly the case and marie we are out of time unfortunately thank you so much for joining us Thanks for having me, Deb. Anne-Marie Pascoli from Turner Freeman Lawyers. And if you've got a question from Turner Freeman, you can contact them. You can get onto their website as well, turnerfreemanlawyers.com.au and their number 134363. It's turnerfreeman.com.au. And we'll give our $100 Westfield voucher to Paul for calling in today.